Welcome to Soul Survivor Conversations, Mr. John Beckett. Good to be here. We have John here. He is the founder and he is the leader of Seed, and he's a wonderful guy. John, tell us about about yourself and Seed. Uh, a little bit about myself. I'm a, I'm just a Sydney boy, born and bred. Pretty ordinary kind of a guy, really. Come on, um, we've got lovely. A lovely family, beautiful wife, Ali, and I've got three little daughters who are uh, three, five, and seven at the moment. And they're called? They're called uh, Molly, Lulu, and Isla. Oh, nice one. Darlings. And, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, just hang out in Sydney, do my thing, and um, spend most of my time hanging out with my fam and, and a lot of time doing work stuff and work stuff is seed that you mentioned yes and we're just a couple of years old now but um, essentially the way we describe it and I'll probably have to unpack these terms a little bit is we look at social innovation that's grounded in Christian formation right and so how do we we're looking for the people that really want to change the world or at least change the part of the world where God's called them to serve mm. um, but our fundamental approach looks at what is what is your God-given purpose where has God placed you and out of that Christian story then if you live in accordance with that into the place where God's put you then you will be different yeah and you'll present a different possibility and what does it look like to create change in that space so Wonderful. that's what we do all right John this is good well I've asked John as we're uh, we're, we're in the uh, the ends of winter, John, coming into spring, mm-hmm. to to glean from your experience and your expertise in in this area around purpose, mm. John. For those of us who who are coming out of winter and wondering already about next year, mm. um, what things can you suggest and uh, questions you can ask or ways you can come at it with just getting clear again about purpose God, me and purpose yeah yeah in one sense the question never goes away but there are particular times in life where it becomes a bit more um, at the forefront of our minds doesn't it Mm. and yeah sometimes coming up to the end of the year can be one of those times and um, look I think for all of us there's there's a level of uh, disconnect, dissatisfaction, um, you know, with our current reality, you know, whether that be a job or a, uh, a boss or, um, you know, a particular thing, you know, maybe an area of sin in our lives or, you know, whatever it might be, there are things about our lives that just don't sit right. Mm. And I guess our take on it is that um, that long before God saved us and why did God save us how did God save us great questions but long before Jesus came into the world to save us God created us and um, and the question of why did God create us Mm. is like a a bigger question that doesn't get addressed much Mm. in the church and and a fundamental belief that that when God created us, he had a, an intention, a mm. purpose mm. behind creating us. And that we, we, don't, we don't determine our own purpose. What we do is we seek to discover what it is mm. uh, that God has for us when he created us. And that's in a, very, in a general sense around all, all human beings, but then particularly for you know, people who are part of God's family, 
but then in a particular sense around you know the particular way that he's created you and wired you mm. um, and for us it starts in God's purpose which is discovered in God's story which we primarily go, get through understanding the biblical story that's where God reveals what God's like and mm. and what he wants from us so mm. we start there that's our foundational point yeah and then we look at uh, questions of identity so who are you who mm. has God made you to be and there's mm. a lot of stuff that scripture talks about mm. identity it's not stuff that we it's not usually the way we frame it but things like you know you are a new creation you're a, a member of God's family you're a citizen of the kingdom mm. they're all markers of identity of who, who mm. you are mm. and then we look at questions of, of context trying to understand all you know where am I placed um, mm. you know who are the people there and mm. then we try to imagine big part of purpose is imagination around, right we think around um, what you know, what is God's desire for the people that he's put in front of us mm. Mm. when you put all that together mm. if you start to embed yourself in that story mm. and live out of that story um, believe that what God says to you says about you is true that mm. you are a new creation mm. that that's already been achieved by grace mm. Um, then the purpose of life becomes to live into and up to who God's already made you to be. Mm. Mm. And then it's a process of alignment, of trying to notice those parts of your own life, the way you think, Mm. the way you act and behave, Mm. but also the things about the context where God's placed you Mm. that are out of alignment with what God would want. Mm. And then asking the questions, well, actually, how do I change that? Because mm. we believe that our fundamental purpose is to try and bring all of that into mm. God's design and God's intention for what he created. Mm. Yeah. Well, John, let's unpack some of those things together. Mm. Uh, when it comes to agreeing with who God has made you to be, the new creation and, and, mm. and so forth, I guess as Aussies we can struggle with believing that. Yeah. What have you noticed about that? And I guess... For anyone who's like, yeah, I really do struggle with believing and therefore living out of it. What would you say to those of us who might be in that spot at the moment? Yeah, I think this is a a big part of identities and the way we as kind of people form our identities through stories. You know, we take the events and experiences of our lives and we we invest meaning into them by making them into a story. Mm. And so what's the story we tell about ourselves or we believe about ourselves? Mm. You know, I, was at a, I was just at a, a small group um, a couple of nights ago. And one of the guys was saying, you know, I get up every morning and I, you know, I kind of think, think of myself as, you know, a, a broken vessel and I just need more of God's grace, mm. you know. And in one sense, there's nothing wrong with that. But we were looking at the book of Ephesians and chapter 2, it's well known, by grace you have been saved through faith, gift mm. of God, not of yourselves. Mm. And, and all through that chapter 2, if, if people get a chance to read it, go and read it right now, mm. if you look at the way the, the author talks about it, it's by grace you have been saved. Mm. Uh, you are a citizen of God's kingdom. Mm. You are seated at the right hand with Jesus. It's past tense. It's the sense that, you know, we, I think that we underplay and we, we do an injustice to the 
grace of God through Jesus when we fail to reframe our story that we tell about ourselves mm. in line with what God has said to be true. Mm. Mm. So all of that is made available to us if we have agreed through faith the decision that we make mm. to accept all of that. Mm. Then that new reality is ours. Mm. Sure. In part, sure, we still fall short. But it's just a flipping of that framing. because It's not I'm broken and I keep needing grace. It's no, I stand in grace. Mm. I am a new person, a new creation. Mm. I walk in the way of life with Jesus. I'm found. Mm. And sometimes I fail. Mm. Mm. But I'm not guilty about that because I know that mm. God's grace. Yeah, I notice it. God's spirit convicts me of it. Mm. But I step into this new reality mm. that God has for me. Mm. It's good. That's good. And I and what would you say for for what and what have you noticed with coaching people with with motivation and against I guess that sense of again it's believing that Jesus has done this in you. Um for you to stay motivated in that, um what what could you say around that, John? That you've noticed around motivating people mm. to stay in in Christ's story. I think that yeah, this is my take on it. Is yes. that it's in the struggle that that's where that's where life comes alive. Mm. You know, mm. um, you so know, don't be afraid of the struggle. Yeah, absolutely. So don't be surprised by it. I don't think there's anything in scripture that suggests we should be. Mm. Um, but it's in accepting the struggle mm. and um, seeking to bring your life into greater alignment. Mm. That life gets purpose and gets meaning, mm. but you can kind of be relaxed in that because it's a means of it. You know, it's it's all through through God's grace. Mm. Uh, now that's hard because you know, as I said, people are in situations where they're in a job where there's stuff going on. Mm. Uh, maybe they're trying to live out of that story, but their boss doesn't believe it. Mm. Um, so that's really, I mean, it's a really hard place to be. Mm. But if your response to that is just to go, it's hard, I can't do anything about it, uh, well, you know, sure, you're going to be dejected, you're going to be demotivated. Mm. But if your response to that is, wow, like, it's great that I feel that tension because it it shows that I'm trying to live deep into God's story and God's way for me. Mm. And then to ask the question, well, is there something I can do to change the situation? Mm. Now, that may take... One conversation with your boss that mm. may take um, it may take ten years. Mm. It may never happen, and you may need to step out of mm. that context if you don't feel like you can change it and mm. you can't live the life that God has for you in that space. Mm. Um, but but that journey of, of seeking it mm. is a, a beautiful journey, yeah. and it gives life meaning. And when yeah. you're like, when when you're doing stuff that has meaning, mm. it doesn't matter if it's hard. Yeah. 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 John, I think that's great. We're going to move into the second piece, but I think I'd just love to say I think that's great to hear that the struggle is part of the story and it's part of living a life of meaning and and for any of us not to shy away from struggle but to embrace it. Mm. As you said, that's where life can start to form out of it. That's uh, good. John, let's go to the second piece then. We're, we're living out God's story. We're on the journey of, of living it out. And I guess coming into that, that contextual part, we're thinking about next year, John. Mm. 
and we're wondering, oh, I don't want another year uh, like this year. Mm. Uh, but that might be just another way of saying, I'd like to understand my purpose better and yeah, yeah. get clearer on it. What have, what have you noticed in the last couple of years uh, that could help some of our listeners today with just getting clearer on this 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 purpose yeah um well i'll come back to this uh, this idea of story um and and again this kind of is understanding who i am and i think there is a particular expression of that and so we uh, the way we do this stuff when we work with people is that we go through a whole process that that lands around a purpose statement. Yeah. That purpose statement uh, starts with the foundation of who I am, and mm. that's not what I do. So you know, I could say you know I'm, I'm a boss here, mm. I'm a I'm a dad, I'm a, mm. um, a I'm manager, a, I'm, I'm a, a uni worker. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. And for for some of you guys out there, there's things that you do that roles roles that you have in life and people often mistake those things for who they are mm. but they're stuff that they do and often if you can take those those different roles that you inhabit and say well, what what underpins that like what's at the very foundation of that in terms of the way God's wired me so for me I, one of the things I say is I'm a coach mm. and regardless of um, whatever role I'm in what I want to do is I want to it's not. I don't. It's not necessarily about me. I want to bring the best out in other people, you know. Mm. And that doesn't matter where I am. I'll, I'll do that wherever I am. So it's a mm. core part of my identity. Yeah. Uh, so that's one thing that yes. I think is a, is a good process to go through. So digging back a bit from our role to more uh, that unique sense of who mm. I am, no matter what role I might have. And the way the way you might do that is, you know, we got a tool that we use but it's just a tool and like the way you can do it we call it a storyboard which mm. basically looks at well who am I who mm. what has shaped me in the past what experiences stand out as significant when mm. I tell my story what are the things that I talk about mm. and what are the bits that I leave out because there's always bits that we leave out mm. consciously mm. or subconsciously mm. um, you know what are the things that I'm passionate about what are the mm. What are the problems I want to solve in the world? Mm. So a whole bunch of questions mm. that you can ask around mm. um, around forming that story and that identity more and kind of helping, getting other people who know you well to kind of pull that stuff out. Yeah. Mm. Yes, John, that's good. What else are you thinking? What else? Well, then it's, you know, it's a process. That won't be perfect, but then it's that, yes. that alignment question. Yes. Alignment with... Well, with that sense of God-given purpose. Mm. So then do the roles that you're currently, um, that you currently find yourself in, your, your job, mm. say, if you're thinking of your studies. Mm. Like, when you look at what your current life looks like based on that reflection you've done yeah. around your purpose, it's like, okay, either they fit and that's great or yeah. they don't yeah. and maybe you've got to make some choices. Mm. And so that's the other thing about purpose that scares us. Mm. Maybe maybe it's Aussies, maybe it's across the board, but mm. um, sometimes it's going to take difficult decisions to bring your life into alignment with a God-given purpose. Mm. Mm. Um, and that can be scary, and that's where you 
got to be deeply embedded in the story of God because when you look at the story of God, then we find that we've mm. got, we serve a God who's worthy of our trust. Mm. And we can't approach life with fear mm. because it limits us and what, how God can use us. Yeah. With humility but with confidence that God's got us. Yeah. Making wise decisions, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but not allowing fear to stop you from changing mm. stuff. Yeah. That's not in alignment, and and the spirit's convicting you. You know, mm. I think I think people know as mm. they get to know Jesus, they know when they're out of step with God's spirit. It's biblical language, you know. Yeah. Yes. Notice those things. Mm. Maybe you're praying. Someone brings something up for you. Yeah. Notice it. Do yes. I need to change my behaviour, my thinking, or mm. my context? Mm. Mm. John, this is great, and I think where I'd love to land in is. For those of us who probably might have heard, there's a bit of work and there's a bit of process, isn't there, John, with this? I mean, I, I'm not going to fix this by tomorrow, am I? If no. I'm, I'm in a place at spring coming up and, and I'm wondering about next year, it's not an overnight fixer, is it? It's not. Uh, and, and it's a lifelong process as well. Mm. So for us, that's where, or for me, the way I look at this, where that alignment piece is so important. Mm. Like it's not, and for me, it's not, I wake up every morning going, what, what do I need to change? Mm. But it's learning to live in God's story and trusting that as I do that and keep in step with the Spirit, that the Spirit's going to convict me of things I need to change and then being willing to change those things that I'm convicted that I need to change. Mm. Um, mm. So that's a lifelong process. Yeah. So you've got to relax into that. But it does take work. It probably, you know, from my story, it probably took me 10 years of, of, of deeply digging into this stuff and working mm. with it before it became just a part of who I am mm. and the way I live my life. Mm. And that, you know, that struggle again was, was fun. And um, mm. yeah, so, you know, take the first steps. Mm. Um, mm. Speak to other people. That's a big, big tip, you know. Yeah, yeah. Get understanding what other people, people who love you and know you, what what they think mm. Um, mm. should be happening in your life. But pull all that together, and you got to make the calls in prayer. Yeah. With you know, with Jesus yourself. But, yes. But pull others into the process as well to get their wisdom. Yes. Mm. So, John, if we could kind of put, if I could kind of see if I could put some of our listening together today, it, it, it would be, again, refresh yourself and grow in knowing God's story and you in God's story mm. and understand who you are in him and with him. Mm. Uh, it would be then looking at the context you're in right now in life and making sure that you're growing and you're processing uh, that knowing who you are and how God has made you to be impacting where, where you are at this current time and, and see if that is aligning or not and, make as you said, make some decisions. Uh, but then this is a process and, and it's going to take time, as you've just said, and, and that might just be... A, uh, I'd love, I'd love to, to ask you, John, if anyone who, in listening to this is really resonating with what you're saying, can they get in touch with Seed and, and how would they do that? They can, absolutely. Uh, seed.org.au 
we've got you know if people want help with this um, mm. we've got a, a, a an online course great you know, purpose discovery course which is kind of seven short modules you know you can you can run through it in a week or you could run through it over a couple of months if you wanted to take the time yeah uh, just leads you through that process and gives you the tools to do it so yeah if we can help with that we'd love to get in touch with you and and I, and I think you know my final thought would be it's it's learning to see the world according to what God says is reality and true mm. rather than letting the events and experiences of the world shape our right. understanding of God because yeah. we think that God is the anchor, the foundation point. Yeah. And if we can, yeah, like you said, dig, live deep in his story yeah. and then allow that to influence the world, then that's, I mean, that's the goal. That's the fundamental mm. heart of purpose is yeah. to, to be God's ambassadors in his world for the sake of his glory. Yeah. Mm. John, that's wonderful. And I would love you to wrap up in leading us in a prayer. Would that be all right? Mm, let me do that. So for anyone who's driving right now or you're waiting for your train, just be aware. <laughs> but uh, John's going to lead us in a prayer because that's what we want to do with all of this, of course. Walk with the Lord. John, over well, to you. I'll, I'll keep my eyes open so that others don't feel bad about <laughs> okay, that. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes. I'll, I'll look out at the world. <laughs> yeah, Lord, we, um, we know that, that, that you're with us. We thank you for your grace. Uh, we want to make space in our lives for that grace to influence us and to impact us and to shape us and transform us. And, mm. and Lord, we we, we want to be salt and light for you and we, uh, we know that you've placed us in the world to participate with you in the work you're doing in this world. And, mm. and um, yeah, for those of us who are who are feeling some tension, feeling some discomfort, feeling disillusioned or frustrated at the moment, mm. Lord, would you... And open our eyes to how we can get on the journey and into the struggle of of living a life that aligns with the purpose that you have for us. Mm. And we ask, we even dare to believe that as we do that, that you will use us to introduce people to your son and to to bring change in our world Mm. uh, for your glory. Mm. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, John, and have a great day, everybody. Bye.